Welcome to the Blackcast. Yes, here it is. The episode I've been planning, postponing, and threatening to do for a couple of years now, I feel like. These are the greatest Blackcast stories ever told. In a moment, you're going to get to kick back and listen to two of the most talked about and oft-requested conversations in the history of the Blackcast. If you were a listener of the Blackcast during the old Dennis Miller show days, you'll know what these stories are. But if you weren't, you're in for a treat, and we'll leave some element of surprise for you. Okay, so the first story is Liev's misadventures on the Groove Cruise, which he'd been hyping up for weeks before he went on it. And this is the story he told on Blackcast number 82, which we posted October 15th, 2014. And if you remember the Groove Cruise, you know where this is going. But if not, you are definitely in for a treat. And I feel like I said that already, but you know what? That's how much of a treat it is. And if there's somebody who likes treats, it's Liev. Now, after he finishes that, Agent Starling's going to tell a story about an amazing experience he had in an audition. This was from Blackcast number 72, which was posted July 31st, 2014, and it'll be particularly relevant to anyone who saw the recent James Franco movie, The Disaster Artist. Of course, if you're hearing this episode this week, it probably means we're kicking off my semi-paternity leave from the Blackcast, but don't worry, you'll continue to get episodes every week. There'll be a few conversations that were pre-recorded over the last few months, and I'll be repurposing some of the great interviews I was lucky enough to do earlier in the year thanks to our friends over at AfterBuzz TV. If all goes well, this will be the only episode made up entirely of previously released Blackcast content. But what content it is. So, without further ado, enjoy a very special Blackcast with the greatest stories ever told. could see us all punching along to Survivor, you would be ashamed for the future of the human race and at all of us. Welcome to the triumphant return of the Black Cat, Black Cat 82, the song from 1982, the number two song in 1982. Isn't that an outrage? What? Yeah. That something whoa, whoa, whoa. was deemed what to was be a number one. Physical by Olivia Newton-John. Oh, come on. Hey, hey, She's hey, still hey. Same idea. Just the facts. Lamer. Just the facts. I didn't have anything to do she with it. She had a better video, though. Yeah. Hey, you know my number one song, my brother, for, you know. Frank. You know, Frank. Did, yeah. uh, Forgot your brother's that, name there, Sly? Well, you know, he's just the younger brother, you know. He's, he's just a, he's that guy, you know. He made that one song about the dancing, you know. The, the Olivia, Olivia made the same song. But he made it better than he did the other. I absolutely agree with you. You know, the funny thing about Frank Stallone, he once sat in that chair right there. I just pointed yes, at did. where Coltrane is. Yes, he did. God, that was a happy day. We've yeah. had some friends here in the studio, and here we are today with all of our friends. We've got Will Sterling on Twitter. Hi. Will Sterling underscore. Mm-hmm. Coltrane on Coltrane Leaks, which is his Twitter site. Yes. You don't really use it, though, right? Well, I Would mean. Would you know how to find it? No. No, I absolutely would not. <laughs> Google t- Coltrane leaks. You you would have no up? idea how to find Coltrane leaks. Is that what you're saying? I mean, to say I'd have no idea is probably a little bit of a stretch, but I would mm-hmm. have a you know it would take me a while to figure it out. You know how we were concerned because the spam bot community had turned away from Coltrane leaks. Mm-hmm. Yes, you'd gotten they came back. You'd been up to thirteen point five thousand. Sure, and then you sure. went down. It was just like an even thirteen, and I was yeah. worried. Well, I'm happy to announce. 25.4. The spam bots love me. They do love them. 25,000? 25,000. Well, uh, yeah. 
Exactly. 25.4. What would happen if we changed at Coltrane Leaks to at Will underscore Sterling underscore, and then I just took that over? Then I'd have 25,000 no, followers. Be able to do that. No, don't Boom. Worry. I'm going to do that with, <laughs> uh, with like the that. Christian DMZZ or something. I'm going to do a variation Just online. set up a spam Yeah, bot. it'll be like a new thing. Right. It'll be a new thing. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, people whose opinions we have to get, hey, uh, Liev, uh, how was that cruise you went on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Get your towels ready. It's about to go down. Everybody in the place hit the fucking deck. But stay on your motherfucking toes. We running this. Let's go. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. But I wasn't punching to the Survivor song, by the way. But you're punching along the way. You're waiting right? for this. Yep. Um, Hip now, thrusting. Here's my first question Were you really on a boat? I mean, how much time did you end up really spending on a boat? I was on a boat. It was a 72-hour cruise. I was on the boat for 50 hours of it. <laughs> hey, that's almost two almost, of the three days. That's correct. I was almost on there for the entire duration of the cruise. However, I did not make it to the, the, the final hours. What can you tell us about that? Well, first of all, tell us about the part you were there for, what it was like, checking in. You know, we don't get enough Liev story time on the Black Cast anymore, so we want to know what was the part that you were there for. What was the Groove Cruise like? The Groove for Cruise, it? it was actually more laid back than I thought. The first night I was laced with a hit of ecstasy, so I pretty much blacked out for about 12 hours. I so really hope you're not lying. He, no, no, I'm not he's lying. definitely not lying. Oh my god! So that, but that's like most Mondays when you come in here, <laughs> right. right? It's kind of the same thing. I gambled away about nine thousand dollars. Who no, gave you, you did not. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah, a second. I did, but I don't remember doing it. You gambled away nine thousand dollars. Well, from you, you have worked on this show for four years. Right. You've made half of that right. during those four years. I haven't even made nine thousand. I've <laughs> yeah, made eight five. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the fact that I was even able to take out nine grand is astonishing to me. I don't know how I was able to do that, but like I said, I was rolling on ecstasy. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever done it. I'm 31. Because All 31 so you consciously did it. No, no, he consciously no. did not do ecstasy. No. You're missing no, that someone part. Someone slipped it. Slipped now it to him. we yeah. talk a lot about what? what a degenerate Liev is, and we're not entirely far off. But what people Mm-mm. sometimes are surprised is that you're actually not a drug guy. Right, I'm you not do, a drug guy. You hugs do not love, drugs. You do love to drink. No, no, beer's not drugs. Let's be honest. You know what's funny about that slogan, "Hugs not drugs"? What's that? When I was on drugs, I absolutely fucking loved hugs. Oh, so hugs and drugs is basically <laughs> yeah, right. what you were saying. So they kind of go hand in hand. So I don't know who created that, but they're stupid. So how did you end up? ingesting this ecstasy i was i was so drunk because you know you're gone a cruise you want to drink rum drinks that's what i had yep. I, hey i'm right there with you. i was I carrying actually you know those camel backpacks all the 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 exercise people they carry around and put water in it and sure stuff? i had rum in it rum and, and i mixed oh, it with uh, diet dr pepper of course you did oh it was great by the I was way sucking that good, thing down good call on the diet dr pepper because you don't want to get fat right yeah. i had yeah. to take off my shirt on this cruise so well speaking of which when you're on ecstasy apparently you're really thirsty half of that thing was gone when I woke up Because in the when you're thirsty, the thing to drink right, is rum. Diet Dr. Pepper with rum inside of it. Yeah. yeah. So, I was, I, you know, you're meeting everybody on this cruise. I honestly had no idea how many – like I had no idea there were going to be so many drugs on this cruise. Going onto the boat, like you had to have a dog sniff you going on. They checked everything. But down below deck, before you boarded, you give your bags to a porter. And apparently people were tipping them like 100 200 bucks to get their bags on without going through the scanner. And that's how all these pills got on. So I had no idea there was actually going to be so many drugs on the boat. But wow. every cabin I went to, there were ecstasy pills everywhere. Now, Cocaine, everything. This is a great point. 
not that there were all these drugs on on the boat. It's more the fact that they were able to get them on the boat. Now, what happened if maybe somebody wasn't smart enough to know to tip one of these porters? Right. So, the, good question. I'm glad you asked. One of the gentlemen that tried to sneak on pills through, I guess, like when you go through, it's like similar to airport. I'm, you guys have been on cruises, right? This was a first for me. I haven't I've been on one in a long time. I've never but, been on. Yeah, a cruise. I, okay. I went on a cruise with my family, yeah. so no one scanned my bag that was filled with ecstasy. So pills. it's similar to airport days. screening. Like you go through like a the, the metal detector and everything. One guy went through and he brought on a hundred pills. He's now looking at fifteen years minimum Woo! because of these pills. Imagine Is that because going- it's it can be considered right whatever, whatever like they dealing do distribution yeah. or yep. whatever. Yeah, and you know what he'll probably do is take a deal and do you know two to five. But still, think about that. You're going on vacation. And your vacation leads to you going to jail. For That's why you months. don't be an idiot. <gasps> right. And you were telling Correct. me that there were girls who, of course, look, oh, yeah, they so, didn't tip. Yeah, we, we didn't leave for because four hours. These pretty girls assume like, well, everyone is going to do things for me because I'm so pretty. Right. I don't have to give money to someone in the service industry. Because right. they got tits and ass. And I understand. I, that would probably work for me. If so you, your tits and ass didn't work? I didn't get caught. So you didn't have any drugs. I didn't have any so drugs. I didn't fine. bring drugs. I didn't even he's know there was. Boozer. Believe it or You're not, this it. is not how he. Gets I know. I just want to believe it. No, David tries to flash for his the testicles. Yeah, this is not how he gets thrown yeah, off. And we were, I'm, t- I'm more interested in these other people who got uh, taken away in cuffs. We were supposed to leave port at 4 p.m. Right. We didn't leave until 8:30 because they kept calling girl names over the the loudspeakers, and they were they were all female <laughs> names, ironically. Uh, Chloe, please. Right. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, where are all these girls going? I want to go. Courtney with a right. K. With so all strippers. Follow. Serenity. They Come look down like to strippers. The, uh, JJ. Check, check, checkpoint. JJ. JJ. Serenity. Luscious. <laughs> Genesis. Anyway, so they keep calling these girls' names. So I go, and, I go snoop around, and these girls were in the pool basically. So they come out of the pool, they're in the bikini. Right. Everyone's oh, in party mode. Somebody wants to give me a free drink. Right. They're being called up to the center of the cruise ship to be arrested because their bags. They they found drugs in their bags. Yeah. Because they take your bag and they deliver it to your room. Mine was delivered efficiently. It was there as soon as I got on, and. So all these girls go thinking, oh, you know, blah, 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 what? Something wrong with my room? Or, you know, they're getting put in handcuffs, taken off the boat, and they're getting, they're putting, getting put in jail. In their bikinis, in their little because everyone it's costume themed cruise. Spring Breakers, right, that's ah! what it looked like. Yeah, kind of, kind of like Spring Breakers. So wait, just real quick, did they was this was boarding the boat in stateside or was that in Mexico? No, that was boarding the boat was in Long Beach, San Pedro oh, to be checking. more specific. Oh, the LBC, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so right. boarding so the boat took forever boat because Kaiser of the drug Just checking. What's that? Because that was in San Pedro. No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Back, let, don't distract Liev. You know how he needs to stay focused. <laughs> so I don't remember really the first night except that I gambled away nine. And I don't remember I gambled away nine grand. You just night. know that is a fact that happened. And you don't well, know later ex- I discovered that. You don't know exactly how you ingested ecstasy. I mean, no, we kind no, of. No, well, somebody handed me a drink and they're like, hey, you, or do you want a drink? It was a group of people. And I'm like, sure. And this was after I told everybody, like, no, I don't do drugs. I was, I've been asked drugs constantly on this boat. Like, oh, you want some party favors? You want some party favors? It was a little overwhelming. I'm like, no, 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 I don't do drugs. I'm, I'm drinking. I'm fine. So someone goes, oh, well, let us make you a drink. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, I'm naive. Yeah. I'm 31. I should have yeah. known better. They go, here's a vodka. Here's a vodka cranberry. I'm like, great, vodka cranberry. I like vodka cranberry. I take a drink. I'm like, this doesn't taste like vodka cranberry. Keep in mind, I'm completely shit-faced. They go, no, it's, well, we didn't make it that strong because you're drunk. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So I drink it. I drink it. Then they laugh afterwards, and they're like, oh, we put half a pill in there. Like, and you're like, what are you going? I'm like, are you serious? And they're like, okay, we were waiting to see if you would freak out or get mad at us. It was actually a full pill. 
I, I seriously blacked. I blacked the fuck out. I there are voicemails on Lauren's uh, phone now of me crying. I'm crying. I'm laughing. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Are you I'm crying about how much oh, you love can her? Can we hear those voicemails? I, no. I, I need to hang I'm out like my new best email because I my have eyes to out. get these. I, I have to get these voicemails. But then I but then I call back and I'm laughing. I haven't even looked at my phone bill because we're out to sea at this point where I'm right. calling. Was one of those voicemails you crying about how upset you were that she hasn't seen Batman? I have no idea, but <sighs> most that, likely that, yeah. that would be a reason to call crying. Yeah. So you're telling me that party favors aren't like little hats and those little That's whistles what that I you blow? They would yeah, be. I would have taken. Noise if they asked me if I sure. wanted party favors, those I would have said yeah. Those giant sunglasses, those big glasses, the funny yeah. groucho Marx nose, and I did get glow in a oh dark my God, bracelets. Will. That would just be awful. I would be no, like, heck Will, yeah, with Will some party, on party favors. Party favors would be so. Will's bad. in charge of party favors. So all right. So when you are no longer blacked out, what's going on? Uh, well, this at this point I had woken up and I was – this is probably the worst hangover of my life. So I immediately go – Which, let's not brush past that. Like you've probably had some I've really had some massive, severe hangovers. Yeah. But this was bad and my mouth was super dry and my bottom lip was all um, cut up. Let me ask a quick question. <laughs> Your mouth was dry. By any chance did it taste like taint? No. <laughs> Dude taint, obviously. I mean, I'm, that was a given. I'm pretty sure I didn't do any dude taint. All Although, right. that might have been why I was crying. Yeah that, yeah, that could be. And why your yeah. bottom lip was all cut mm-hmm. up. Yeah, that, they, they kind of go no, hand So, in hand. I was told later by druggies that you, my lip was bit up because when you're on ecstasy, you bite your lip. Like, you do things like that. People are known to, like, bite off their tongue. It gets that severe. Ah. Something I'm not familiar with. So that's why that's why brother, they carry those susus with them, the right? Little, the little suckers. So I go to right? a fancy schmancy I, I breakfast. Guess. That that actually that day oh, what was that I mean, Friday? The sensation is actually it's you don't have to do it just because you're like biting. It's just the sensational thing. No, I don't remember. All right, so you're uh, made aware that you know you're hungover. Your lip is mm-hmm. cut out. Uh, cut up, excuse me. <laughs> right, not cut, cut out. It's gone. That's later. Bye bye, bottom lip. So yeah. much for my DSLs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for those of you who don't know, like Mrs. Blatt, that means dick-sucking lips. <laughs> why would you have to? Why would you do Just that? Just so you know what that acronym means. Yeah, we, we appreciate that. Oh. Anyway, so... You've got the hangover. Mm-hmm. Your DSLs are, let's just say, buffering. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have so many sunglasses, too, by the way. I'm, like, filled with sunglasses. I don't know where that came from. Rect- you woke rectally, up with a bunch of sunglasses? You're rectally yeah, filled with sunglasses? I have a lot of sunglasses. Yeah, they were in my asshole. Okay, that's fine. What a bizarre I- thing to wake up with. A I bunch know. of sunglasses? So, anyways, weird. the next day was actually quite lovely. We go to Catalina Island. We board there. I get to call Lauren. She gets to tell me about my crying voicemails. I wish her a happy birthday because <laughs> it's her birthday. Oh, man. We go party on the island. That's nice. I spent like $300 on a bottle there, not knowing that I had gambled away nine grand. So I probably wouldn't have bought a $300 bottle there. You didn't, yep. know, you'd but I did you didn't know you'd lost $9,000. No, I had no idea. I mean, he was high. I mean, I didn't know he lost $9,000 until right now. This is I, amazing. I didn't know wow. that. I knew a lot of don't, this story, but I didn't know this part. Yeah, I didn't Don't worry. We won't tell anybody. We'll keep yeah, no this one, right, yeah, keep it a Believe secret. Believe me, the People that download this won't tell anyone. (laughs) So that day was actually not that bad. I did get completely wasted again, and that was that that must have helped Friday. That must have helped your hangover, right? Right. Yeah. Well, no, it did. I started drinking immediately because I was so hungover. I got up and I immediately. So this is Friday while the three of us are all working hard without you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know how I said, like, oh, I'll have my phone on me. I can talk to Ken if he needs me. Fuck no. No, we knew better. <laughs> Although, Please, come on. once ah. we started the show, I did think, like, during the first commercial break, it would be funny if we called you freaking mm-hmm. out. But we're like, he's not going to answer it, so right. why bother? Yeah. I was actually awake at that point. I didn't get much sleep. I got, like, an hour or two hours of sleep. Was it like in one of those movies where, like, it hard cuts from your eyes wide open in the darkness to the sun up, same position, you're just bloodshot, like, what happened? What happened? It was, that's yeah. kind of how I looked, yeah. Okay. 
it was it was brutal. All right, so now we've kind of gotten to the part where you enjoyed the cruise and look, you you got drugged, but you probably had fun while you were gambling away $9,000. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you just wish you could remember it. Sure. Yeah. So It would have been nice if you'd gambled $9,000 away on like an investment and you lost it. You're like, That's damn true. it, I took yeah. a chance like on an, investing Like an adult in, thing to do. Right? Or <laughs> just like put $9,000 on black on roulette yeah. and just watch oh, it go. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. it goes. No. Or if we had been hanging out with him before that and he gave us $8,000 and we told him that he lost it. He lost it all. Like, sorry, buddy, you blacked out and lost it all. That could have very well happened. That would so have been fine, actually. Exactly, yeah. because then we could just like show up later on and be like, "Listen, you didn't really lose nine thousand dollars. You only lost two thousand dollars." And then, and we then just we'll like, split up yeah. the rest of it. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. All right, for next time when, <laughs> when we all take the the 2015 Black Cast Groove Cruise, oh. which that's coming. Yeah. Don't worry. What about Details? the Kiss Cruise? Why don't we do that instead? Well, Kiss Cruise is only in like two weeks. I don't think we have time to put it together. All right, but. You know, next year we'll do the Black Cast Groove Cruise. I have no doubt. All right, so you've enjoyed yourself somewhat on Saturday, and yeah, Saturday night, my roommate that I that I went on this cruise with, this a guy friend of mine, he actually left Saturday night. That it, he stayed in Catalina Island. And in because, hindsight, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you, I would have gone. Yeah. I was going to say, in I hindsight, to don't too. you wish you had left with him? I wish All right, I had. But now talk about why your buddy bailed on the cruise. Oh, he bailed because he well. He claims he met a girl on Tinder, and that might be true. But at at the same time, like this cruise was constantly shaking with music. There was like DJs on every deck. There were DJs at every pool. It was just constant bass. It's that EDM music where you go constantly, and you're laying in bed, and all your 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 whole room is just shaking. So I slept like a doll for like two hours. Two whole hours, like a doll. But he said he just laid there, and he said, "Just move on." Go ahead. Shut up with my with my with my snoring. I sleep like a doll. Okay. Okay. Hey. All right. All right. Motionless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that Chatty Kathy snored, but it's all right. It's I cool. snored. Okay. I'm a snoring doll. Yeah. Fuck you both. No. So your buddy <laughs> hightails it and is like, yeah, yeah. Catalina's it. I don't need to go down to Mexico. Yeah. But he's you're over like, it. fucking groove cruise, brah. He's I'm sa- staying. No. He saw the ecstasy thing. He saw that. And I was like, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna stay. I, I really want to go to Mexico. So I w- so I wake up. I, well, I went, out, I went out that night. I was carrying around a bottle of champagne, and I was meeting a lot of people. That's what that's what happened. That was Friday night. Saturday, we get to Mexico. I get off in Mexico. I'm hungover again, so I start drinking immediately, go right to this little Mexican stand with the Mexican guy, and they're, like, selling sombreros. I can tell it's, like, you know, where they make money off the stupid Americans. Of but course. I, mm-hmm. But they have cheap beer, so I buy a couple to just get rid of my hangover. Then I, I head down to the Papa's and Beer Place. It's a famous bar in – Yeah. What's the, what's the town called? Espinada? Espinada. 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 Just – we didn't hear it. It was a mispronunciation. Ensenada. That's him. Ensenada. That's what hear it was. It. We just move on. Yes, Ensenada. <laughs> so <laughs> so oh, I go to Ensenada and Papa and Bear – there's a bunch of like little um, brown children running around trying to sell you things. Just let them talk. <laughs> and and I I end up buying like five bracelets from these cute little bastards. They don't speak a lick of English, but they're just so cute, like little animals, like little like uh, feral like dogs, like feral like cute puppies. And but they're humans. They're like the Mexicans. They're mm-hmm. like the illegals that we have up here, but they're legal down there. Somehow I didn't hear any of that. But go on and continue. So the I story. buy five bracelets from these little bastards, and then I go off and, and they have Seven Elevens, and I go to Seven Eleven, I buy cigarettes. The cigarettes are like three bucks a pack up here. They're what? like seven. So you bought like ten packs of cigarettes. Yeah, but these cigarette packs have dead little Chinese girls on them. 
What? Wait, what now? I know. It's very confusing. They have like dead little Chinese oh, girls. Oh, it's, like, like, smoking it's sort kills. of like Surgeon General's warning. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they have that in other, uh, other countries. And yeah. they're not very effective because I'm like – Never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. I'll do this one. They had like the dead rat on there on one of them. And I was like, well, don't you want to kill the rats? So I'm going to keep smoking. That's kind of stupid. I like that you switched it to rats. Smoking kills rats. Right. Yeah. All right. So anyway. So I get to the the bar place and I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, fuck no. No, 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 no. It's more uns, uns, uns. It's more druggies. Everyone's on. They're high out of their mind. None of these people have slept because they keep doing cocaine and ecstasy. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to go a couple blocks down. And I do, and it's like really poor town. I'm like, why? Why would we dock here? This is awful. And I find a little pool hall, and I actually really enjoy. That was probably the most fun of the entire. You're by weekend. yourself. Yeah, I'm by myself. Okay. And you just shoot some pool. I shoot some pool with the owner there. He told me how he's like he's like a pool shark, or not a pool shark, but a pool like competitor. He goes to Vegas often. That's cool. And yeah, he kicked my ass. He killed me every game. I I most of Did the. Did you games, also lose nine thousand dollars? No, not there. Okay. But that was fun, and I was like, I wanted to do this because I wanted a little taste of Mexico. I wanted to get my Mexico experience. So I'll little say, did I know. I was going to say. So I'll say again: if you had just stayed in that pool hall and skipped getting back on the cruise, you probably would have been okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I would have been in the same situation. I ultimately well, yeah. Ended but up so in. then, tell us where do things go wrong? So I board the boat after spending a few hours on Mexico, and we're about to leave port, and. Um, I'm, you know, I'm alone. So I go out to my balcony and I look up behind me, the balconies behind and up, uh, they're like, you know, 90 degree angle. And it's important that I say that because we'll get to that point. Yes. It is so important. they invite me up and I'm like, okay, okay, I'll come up. As soon as I go up there, I'm like, Jesus, more drugs. There's pills everywhere. I go look over the balcony. I look at like Mexico cause we're still docked and my sunglasses fall on the balcony next to mine. I'm like, fuck, these are my Ray-Ban, you know, they're $220. And I look down and I see them. I'm like, okay. And everyone has their doors open to the room because it's like a big love, u- unity, respect, drugs, let's all fuck each other kind of cruise. Um, so I look down. I see, th- I see that the doors are open. I yell down. Nobody answers. I see that the door to the back is open to where I could just get out. So I'm like, okay. So I go around the pole and I hop down. I grab my sunglasses and I walk out. I head back up to the room uh, to where the party was that I just got invited to. And there were like 30 security guards everywhere. I'm like, whoa, whoa, finally, they're busting somebody for drugs. Finally, they give a shit about the, all these drugs on boat. No, 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 they're looking for a balcony jumper. So I go, whoa, that's me, guys. I, I dropped my sunglasses. I apologize. There's all this buzz over me? Jesus, not about the cocaine, the pile of cocaine over there. It's about me. I dropped my sunglasses. I'm so sorry. They immediately say, you have to come with us. Long story short, they take me to the, uh, to the head of security, and they say, we need to disembark you. And you didn't know what that word meant. I had no like, idea. Yeah, I had to Google it. You just thought that, like, are they going to put on a rubber glove? You right. Know, are they going to at least search me? First? Yeah. I'm like, okay, disembark. Like, what, what does this mean? They're like, oh, we're, we're going to leave you in Mexico. Like, what the fuck? You're going to leave me in Mexico? I don't speak <laughs> Spanish. I don't even like these brown things. I don't like this area. You're going to leave me with all these construction workers and yard workers alone in Mexico? What the hell am I going to do? He says as Julio walks by in the hallway. Um, <laughs> the, true story. Um, yeah. So they're going to kick you off the boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a done deal because what? They're just – the captain had like a no tolerance for what? Balcony jumpers? Yeah, there was a habitual balcony jumper yeah. that was apparently Who, who actually was not you. Yeah, it wasn't me. But he was like making a joke out of it and like fucking with security and jumping from balcony to balcony. So the captain was really pissed, so he had no tolerance. So, By the way, is there any chance during the day that you were blacked out that you were the No, and that's what Lauren said, too. Jumper? And no, they actually have pictures of this guy, and I saw the pictures. It's some fat Mexican guy. So it, not, so it, could, so so it could be you. Yeah. No, I'm a very tall, good-looking white guy. We know that. Mm, okay, let's so, just say yes. 
I go up and they want they want me to pay my bill. I'm like, okay, and that's when I find out. Oh, I gambled away nine thousand dollars. <laughs> And I look at them I'm like, this isn't me. I'm like, I've lost my card twice. I did lose my card. Like, sure. you got to put your credit card on your card. Of course you and I've lo- And it's your key card, too, and I've lost it twice because I'm a drunk mess. Mm. Yes. And I'm like, Cl- someone must have rang up these charges. No, no, they bring pictures of me at the casino. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Uh, you don't, they didn't let you keep those pictures of you at the casino. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking signing this shit. I'm making everybody laugh. Like, the security guards were actually really humorous. Regardless of the fact that they left me in Mexico, yeah. Well, to and, die. They, and then when they uh, did, they search your bag before they kicked you off. Yeah, they, well, and yeah. what were they? What were they surprised to find they, in there? They were surprised not to find any drugs. <laughs> right, exactly. They were like, "Wow, you're the only room with no drugs. Yeah. You must the not be having fun." The one guy who gets kicked off the boat is the the yeah. one guy that you're doesn't the one have room any that drugs. Has no drugs. I'm yeah. like, okay, whatever. So I, I'm telling them, I'm like, look, I could call my savings or I could call my bank right now and get a transfer from savings to checking and pay this. However, I seriously doubt I would do this. One, two, you guys are leaving me in fucking Mexico. I'm not going to pay a fucking dime. And then they like had me sign all this paperwork and I, you know, I, I was being slight, slightly petulant and I signed a penis on one of the signatures. Did you really? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. That's amazing. Oh my and God, then they were fantastic. like, sir, you can't sign like that. They're like laughing but trying not to laugh. And I'm like, fine. So I, I make, they say, sign it for real this time. I'm like, okay, poo-poo, pee-pee. That's why I signed as my second one. Then they go, we need a real signature, sir. We need a real signature. I'm like, fine. I'll give you a real signature. And Captain, he signed Captain James Hook. And then the second, then time after that, then you signed it, William Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Let's let him deal with it. Yeah. All right. So then you get kicked off, but you're in Mexico. And are you in Ensenada or where are you? I'm in Ensenada. So oh before I get kicked off, one of the DEA agents or whatever yeah. on board, he like liked me. He's like, listen, when we drop you off or when you leave the boat, you're going to be taken in a van by two Mexicans. They're not going to take care of you. They're going to take your money, claiming that you're going to be paying for a visa, and they're probably going to drop you off in the middle of nowhere, and they're not going to speak English to you. I have a friend that's actually here on business, and he's going to help you out. Just call him Andy. And go up to him when you leave ship. Look for him because he's going to help you get across the border. I'm like, okay. I'm like totally waking up at this point because, one, I'm going to be in Mexico. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And, two, yeah. who is this weird guy I'm supposed to meet? I get off. This guy comes running up to me. He goes, are you David? I go, yeah. He goes, I'm Andy. Follow me. We have to hurry if you want to make it across the border tonight. I'm like, okay. He's a Canadian guy. He ends up going and, like, just a, how he acted and responded and, like, handled everything, speaking Spanish and just doing shit. It was like I'm with – like. James Bond. It was yeah, like, was were you really Bond. attracted to him in that like moment? Canadian it sounds James like Bond. You were I would like, have. I would have sucked his D. Mr. Bond, if you <laughs> made a pass at me right now, I might not be able to resist. So, yeah, he just handled. He <laughs> Mr. handled everything. We were like on Mr. some Randy. buses. Do you we know what actually? I remember you the way you told it to me the first time that he came running up to you as soon as you got off the ship, and he said, "Come with me if you want to live." Yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah. Right. Right. And I did. I came twice. <laughs> and I lived. Oh, you came with him, and you lived. Right. So he helps you across the border. We get and this the is border. how this is how those of us who know you are first aware that oh hey maybe the Groove Cruise didn't go as well as you thought. You posted a photo of yourself, which we will have crossing to, in Tijuana. Yeah, and I think you're just smoking a cigarette, right? Oh, you, so yeah, because I was finally off that stupid bus that went through like the 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 mountains of Mexico. And it was like curvy, like it was the scariest thing. Like the bus goes so fast, and you're like taking these turns, and you're like along the coast. And I'm like, I don't trust this illegal driving this bus and right now. By the way, in where you were, yeah, you were the illegal. Yeah, 
They're all legal in Mexico. Yep. Mm, no, 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 no. I'm white. <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> hey, look right. at the skin color, bro. All right, we'll we'll move past that. So like, got, we have to move past so much of what you've said. Right. It's fine. So I got. So the, I got by the way, border. any chance anybody on the bus had had a cough or anybody in a hazmat Uh-oh. suit? No, but you like know that? that. You know I was sick after that. The next day, I woke up I, with a fever. Ebola. And a bad co- yeah. yeah. I feel like you brought Ebola here to Ugh. all of us at the show. This is awful. <sighs> you brought the Ebola. You, you did. You told, hashtag Ebola. Ebola. Just Ebola. Ebola. Anyway. We couldn't make it up to LA, so we stayed in San Diego. We went to a nice bar in, in Pacific Beach Spent in San more Diego. Money. Did you go to the PB yeah, Bar and Grill and get I fish got, tacos? Got some P- when we went to PB Bar and Grill, we didn't get fish tacos, but we Who's did have we? a couple beers. Uh, you and Andy? Yeah, Andy. This, Andy's your new guy. buddy. Yeah. So you did you mean, buy him food? Was it that was your? You thing had to too? at least give him a hand. He actually yeah. bought me food, but I did get us a nice hotel right on the beach. So when you woke up, you saw like the ocean and everything. Just and one, king, just one king bad. Yeah, I was one king. Of course, he's my hero. I'm gonna cuddle him all night. Mr. All right, Andy. I'm gonna squeeze that motherfucker's cute secret CIA so, ass. <laughs> really? So you get to? And by the way, what were the odds that you were gonna end up anywhere other than PB Bar and Grill? Uh, I pretty much. I mean, I'm in San Diego. About, we hadn't talked about that before. I was just like, well, clearly you ended up at PB Bar. And yeah, Grill. as soon as we crossed the border, I was the like, only thing I was wrong about is that you didn't get the fish tacos yeah, which that's a mistake time. by yeah. by the way i know no they're tacos. good i've had the fish tacos there i'm just saying we got denny's actually we got denny's well you know what though getting back to america i might yeah. have felt like i wanted denny's so, yeah, I, and i'll and, allow it and he paid for denny's because my credit card got declined <laughs> well of course it did well no it got declined because i canceled them on the way up. oh okay i thought it got declined because you gambled you know well you, you right, gambled that, away another right. nine thousand pesos yeah. shooting dice on the bus yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> that was my family um, friendly, f- friendly family fun first cruise experience. Wow. So I can't wait until we all go on the 2015 Blackcast Groove Cruise. Mm, I'm never fucking going on that thing again. You guys have fun. You're going to come with us. It'll these be fine. these were adults, people that are our age and older, doing drugs and wait, 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 older than me even. Yeah. There wait, were people that, in their you know 40s. how old I am. People, come on. People in their 40s popping Ooh. pills and doing lines of cocaine. And like, at what point do you grow up or so, OD and do society a favor? I'm glad you learned a valuable lesson here, but the lesson that you probably should have learned is uh, why would you ever go on this cruise to begin with? See, that's that's the that's part what of this we've whole been thing saying for like a year. I and booked it when I was single. But still, but here's the here's the thing. Because I know you, and I know that you don't do drugs. I that was the part that I never quite understood. I never thought there would be that many drugs. I never that's, thought I would. That's ever all I thought that whole thing was going to be. I mean, I granted, I've been to a rave, so I know what a rave is well, like. Well, so have and I. That was, and that's like what that was. It was like a, a complete like seventy two right, hour rave right. on a boat. Right, and I understand that. And I've been to raves, and but I thought, okay, it's on a boat, so it's not. You know, there's going to so be so it's like, going to international waters. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's going to be not as yeah, many so, drugs. No, so that makes it a lot worse. Everybody had drugs. Well, so gr- basically, you were shocked to find that there was gambling going on at Ricks in Casablanca. <laughs> that's yeah, really yeah. what yeah. your surprise was. So you probably should never have gone on this cruise, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what the take. No, place. you know what? But the happy ending is that I Lauren. Lived. Had a great time in Vegas she without did. you. She had an amazing time. <laughs> the girlfriend went to Vegas. She yeah. only banged two dudes, so that's two. really good. Hey, yeah. don't don't be don't be fooled. I did enjoy myself. It was it was an experience that I will always remember. Because but, but, you also banged two dudes. No, See how that works? Maybe. Symmetry. Thank you. I'm glad someone noticed <laughs> that, that was a takeaway. Fuck Groove Cruise and fuck Princess Cruises. Yeah, well, okay, that's fine. They're not a sponsor of the Black Cats. <laughs> you know, and Carnival they, Cruises is a sponsor of the Black Cats, so oh. be careful of what you and say And thank you there. to the illegals oh, in Mexico Carnal who helped me. Cruises. So, <laughs> this is all great. Now, you came back on Monday, and you sounded like death. It yeah. was kind of amazing, actually. Mm-hmm. We really did think you had Ebola or, you the know, bowl. something, you know. 
yeah. Mex Bola or something, yeah. you know, like a slight variation on it. And you sounded terrible. Right. But now you're you're happy. Oh, I'm very. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now everything is fine. We could just call you Speedy Liev Gonzalez. I don't know. Some variation. That's on what that. they call me in bed. Well, I we we've all seen that video. Let my little Pedro cross the border. Yeah. So it's great. Well, we're glad you're back, kind of. Mm-hmm. But we're so glad that it went badly because it made for a much better black cast segment. Yeah, if you're like, <laughs> if you had, it was pretty if you tame. Had a great it was surprisingly time. not that yeah. crazy. Now, look for our listeners, and for some reason, I'm pointing at Coltrane. For our listeners that were hoping that this cruise was going to destroy your relationship because it was kind of inevitable. <laughs> I, I, I didn't point at anybody. I mean, I pointed near someone, but I didn't actually point at anyone. Uh, you and Lauren still going strong. In fact, we know you're going to move in together, right? No. Yeah, you're totally going to move in. No, like I'm getting a place and she's going to spend Yeah, she's going to move in with there. you, though. Like no. her name will be on the lease. No. Except it'll actually say Lauren Bujenski. We're not even at six months yet. You guys going to adopt a kid? Yeah, you're going to adopt one of the Mexican kids who yep. sold you bracelets. Mm-hmm. God, fuck. You need a place to go. So many drugs. So many drugs. You know the only rave I've ever been to? I'm, oh, I can't wait to hear. Probably like a Jesus that camp movie theater on Howard Hughes Parkway. That's called the Raves. The Raves. Yeah. I've been to that. That's about as crazy as it gets for this guy. I was trying to think of like was there was there like a DC superhero rave, you right? Know, yeah. and I, where they had like the glow sticks. Yeah, I mean, if you saw a comic book movie at the theater, then if I if you saw oh just any Man comic of Steel book. at the rave, Is, did you see Man of Steel at the rave? No, no, oh, you didn't. All right. Well, Liev, we're so glad that you're back, and you know our. Uh, our fans of the Blackcast have probably noticed that there there wasn't an episode last week. You care to explain what happened, Liev? Uh, Remember right. we recorded an episode with my friend Brad who it lives was, in Australia? Yeah, it was You dis- and I came in after hours. We worked yeah. really hard. It was disembarked. It was disembarked. <laughs> now, how do you think it got disembarked? Andy has it. Call Andy. I blame it on the drugs. The drugs in the computer. Right? My my drug habit that yeah. I picked up. So it's still in your system probably is the point. Maybe. So, you know, you saved it to a folder that let's this just wasn't say my uh, let's just say that you saved it to a folder called trash can. Maybe that was a mistake. I saved it to a folder that said do not delete and someone deleted it. And that someone is on the other side of the glass. I'm looking at him right now. No, I'm all alone in here. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. We all know who it was. There's a ghost. But anyway, we're going to make it up to them because this will be a four-hour black cast. No, fuck, no. <laughs> One of the shortest we've ever I'd done. I'd rather be in Mexico. Well, we, we know that that's probably true. Your next vacation. We're all going down to Mexico at some point. Whether yeah. we take a cruise or I rent a, you know, a VW microbus and drive do us down. Let's it's do all happening. We want to know who wants to come on the Blackcast vacation, the Blackcast cruise. Black, it's Blackcast. What can we call Blackcation it? Blackcation is Black-cation. good. Black-cation. Yeah. Blackcation is fantastic. Uh, Lorich, we know you can get time off of work. Rafe can come. Who else is coming? Man KC. We need some Man, food. Man KC is going to have to bring us some ribs. Well, yeah. all so, dudes. Cool. So, Why don't we call it the Cockfest Cruise? So, hashtag Blackcation. We want to know who's coming. And speaking of Twitter, by the way, Liev, you are now up to 115 Suck followers. Suck it, motherfucker! How many of those are from... I'm sorry, 113. Oh, so oh. you're going to delete me. Wah, yeah. Wah. I thought... I really did think you had 115. Did the owner of that bar, who's a pool shark, follow you on Twitter? Does Andy no, follow you on Twitter? No, Twitter. No. Are you and Andy Facebook friends? No, he created an email specifically so he could email me. But, he, like, I don't know much about him. Sounds like he really likes you. He mm. was... Ve- he was um, he created an email just his, for you. 
he has one of those jobs that he can't talk. He can't talk about. He's a mis- ma- oh, mystery. Okay, it was yeah. very interesting. International- I'm going to tell you right now that's going to be a hard relationship to maintain. So I would just nip it in the bud. Yeah, I mean, you should just yeah. you know say he that did you nip it in the bud. Oh, oh! and on that note, <laughs> on that note, we'll take a little break. Well, well, well. Look who saunters here into the studio now. It's our friend, Agent Starling, on Twitter, at WillSterling underscore. Now, there's so much nerd stuff to talk about. There's a lot. There's so much, because there's the excitement from Comic-Con. Yeah. There's the anger surrounding Comic-Con. There's controversies, people that you're friends with, very upset about things. Really? But I don't... Well, yeah, we well. Uh, there's oh, a whole thing oh, on Facebook. Oh, 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 yeah, I don't want to yeah, say what yeah, it is. Yeah. Don't you know? I I I know. I I don't want to be too specific. You got to tell me because you know I spoil I, you, things. You do kind of. Yeah, hashtag, you know I'm an idiot. Hashtag human spoiler. Yes. That's you. Yep. But before we get to anything else, and you know what? Depending on how this goes, we might have to save all that excitement <laughs> for next week because I want to put my feet up. Yeah. And ask well for well you'll set the stage as to who this person is okay. and why I'm so excited. Okay, you alluded to this I think on Twitter. Uh, yeah, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. I think. yeah. So you went on an interesting audition with one of the greats of yeah. 21st century cinema, and I turn the floor over to you, Agent Starling. Uh, so several weeks ago, I got a call from an agent who. It's probably no longer my age. <laughs> not because of this. Not because of this. It had this been, didn't help. It had been like weird and I was like not sure about it to begin with. So this was like, all right. Um, that I have an audition on uh, f- Saturday, I believe it was. And a Saturday audition is not that common. That doesn't happen that often. No. Nobody likes to work on the weekend. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like, all right. So the casting director, uh, I saw the casting director's name. So I Googled it. And uh, it's like two kind of working actors in L.A. So I was like, oh, my gosh, is it one of those two guys? Because I've done both in projects that I'm familiar with. And the character was like a small part that my agent said, like, he's a handyman. His name was Ed. And I was like, all right, maybe it's just an episode, like a co-star part or something like that. That would be great. I could use the credit. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll be there. So there's no size. I'm assuming it's going to be a cold read. Um, and, uh, I'm actually filming, we submitted to an NBC contest. So that morning I was in Long Beach at the school shooting a little promo for a competition and I had to race from there real fast because I said I had to get to this audition because I thought it was going to be a big deal. So I go and I, as I'm, it's, I notice that it's close to my apartment. The address is actually very close to where I live on Pico, Pico okay, Boulevard. Yeah. Um, but certain parts of Pico, not so great. Not the kind of place where if somebody was casting like a regular network show yeah. would have their offices. If somebody had a casting couch parked out in front of Okie Dog, yeah. you'd probably be like, no, I'm going to no. pass on yeah, that Yeah, that's one. not a thing. It's not a yeah. real thing. Now, if it was at Roscoe's, I'd go, well, you know what? I'll go for the chicken. Yeah, I'll go. But not the Okie Dog. No. No. <laughs> what if they gave you an Okie Dog? If they just handed it to me? Yeah. They said, if you read these lines, we'll no, give you this no, hokey no, dog. No, no. I don't, All right. I don't want to get out of my car. I, <laughs> guess, I guess that's what it really comes Shout to. Shout the lines as you drive by and yeah. we'll throw an okie dog can at I, you. Can I Skype my audition? Right. I mean, that would be fine. Self-taping. Right? Yeah. So I, I'm like, this feels shady. And, the, and you have to park on just like in a residential area. And uh, so I park in like a one-hour parking 
but it's a weekend, so I think I can stay there forever. But they're, you're always curious. You're always like, am I going to get no, a ticket? Yeah, yeah. Those signs are very specific, but usually they don't say exactly what you need them to. Right. You know, you're like, oh, okay, I learned four things, none of which helped me figure out if I can park here right now. Exactly. Like I know that I can't be there on Tuesday night after 11 p.m. Yeah. But besides that, I, I, I can't tell. But anyway. So I park and I walk up to the back entrance of this weird studio. And I'm like, all right. So I go, I enter inside and I look up and the first person I see is Mr. Tommy Wiseau. Now, Tommy Wiseau, the aforementioned greats of 21st century cinema. Yeah. Rivals Orson Welles. In terms of his output this century, yes. Yeah. I would say yeah. he has surpassed Orson Welles. Well, yeah. In general, though, too. He has done a film called The Room. Mm-hmm. Now, Classic. for our listeners, I feel like, yes, people around the country do know about The Room, but people in Los Angeles know about The Room more than anyone else right. because he made this movie, The Room. And we could talk about The Room for the next hour, but we won't. Uh, the Room itself, it, it's just epic. Yeah. I don't even know how One of the greatest movies that's ever been made. Yeah. And – he he it's self financed and it shows right and uh self directed self acted self cast and mm-hmm. all of that is, is bursting with the scenes yes it's it's like if you know it it shows i went to a screening of it there's an interactive element to it like there's a framed photograph of some spoons so whenever you see that people throw plastic spoons yeah. it's like if rocky horror picture show uh, just kind of meandered around in the set right. of Frankenfurter's house. And you never actually meet any of the interesting characters that live there and there's no songs. Right, yeah. But they just kind of go up on the roof. And but toss, there's some classic lines. They go up on the roof and toss the football around, Toss basically. the football in, because in tuxedos. Yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. It's what everybody does. So, yeah, it's basically, it's... I don't, you know, it's fantastic, and our friends at Riff Tracks found it and they recorded a commentary for it. I'm and sure they did. They, I actually haven't seen that. It doesn't one. even really but, need like it, it no, speaks for itself. But, but yeah, but I've talked to those guys. I think I talked to Kevin Murphy about it one time, uh, just about how amazing the room is. Yes, and the reason that sort of that's the background for people listening elsewhere who might not know about the room, but there was a billboard for a very long time at Sunset and Highland. Mm-hmm. With Tommy Wiseau's yeah. face. I feel like it was even still there when I when I moved here. Yes, when you moved here, definitely was. I don't know when you moved here. I, I moved here 11 years ago. It was there for more than three or four of those years. It was there for years. Okay. For a very long time. When did you move to LA? Well, maybe not then, but four years ago. Yeah, it was probably yeah. no. It was, I was probably gonna say, still I remember there. that weird face, yeah. that picture. I do think there was a point where it went away and then came back. Okay. I'm almost positive it was gone. I was like, oh, I miss the room. So it tells you about how great the room is. It, yeah, it tells, you know, it's all these quotes from Tommy. Whoever about, owns that billboard space, yeah. was probably approached by Michael Bay. All these movies that wanted to rent yeah. that space for their poster, and the, and the company who owns the billboard, who could have made tons of money, said no, no, we're leaving Tommy Wiseau's yeah. face on there because he is a saint. And this is a fantastic. That's film. right. It's right by where the Chick Fil A is now. The Chick Fil A uh, yeah. wasn't there at the time. It right. was a Carl's Junior Junior. Just little trivia Jared for Jared. you know for people that want to keep tabs on fast food restaurant placement within Los Angeles and the Hollywood area. That's important. So he had this billboard for a long time. So that's how people knew about it. Yeah. And I actually had a friend who came to visit from New York. Uh, he actually lives in L.A. now, but he was telling me he's like, "What? What is this thing? The room?" And he had like read about it, and. 
you know, it's sort of one of those things that's it's fascinating that you hear about. There's a movie called The Room, and I guess they were showing it like once a month at that point. Okay. And uh, Tommy was there. Yeah, he went. would go. One of the other guys. Some of the other actors. I met a guy who plays Peter. I think that's the one I met. At a housewarming party, yeah. the guy with the glasses. And he hands me this card, like we're talking, and then he like hands me this card and it says, congratulations, you've just met Peter from The Room. And it has a picture, his face on it. And I had seen the room, but I like this was so out of left field that he That's like handed me this card that like yeah. he expected me to be like, "You're a fucking laugh riot, pal." And I was like, "You should have." I looked if, at him and I was like, "I don't understand what this means." And he was like, "Oh, I was in the room," and we had this blank moment yeah. where I was like, "Oh, okay." And I tried to remember who he was from the movie, and he was like, "People told me I need to have cards to give them to people," and I was like. I wouldn't just do it though in the middle of conversation. Yeah. Like, hey, look how cool I am because I was in a. It's too bad you movie. didn't have a card with a picture of you that said, "This yeah. is Will Sterling." Yeah. and he doesn't give a shit. I don't give a. F- hey, come on, keep I didn't it clean. Say it. I didn't say it. You I, I, did, I, I broke myself hey, off. I swore. If I that was on the radio. I believed we it. Out. We would have had to to get rid of it. All right, so that's the background. So yeah, so you yeah. walk in. You didn't he know. Is the you first were, face that no. Yeah, you had no, no idea. idea you were going to open that door and see. Let's just call him. We'll synthesize the points. The Orson Welles of the 21st century. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. Okay. So I look and he he looks because the door opens and I'm there early. The audition's at three. I'm there like two... 235, 240, maybe. Because, you know, as the rule goes, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. If you're late, you're fired. That all sounds true. That's what I was taught. Except for on the Dennis Miller show. Correct. The rules don't seem to apply <laughs> to some of the people who work here. No names, Liev. That's right. Um, go ahead. So uh, he go. He looks up at me, and I'm like, hi. And he goes, who are you? And I was like, this is going to be filled with my shitty impression of Tommy Wiseau. No, be ready I, for I, it. I, I love, and, I love um, every impression of him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm William Sterling. I'm here to audition. Um, for." And now in my mind, I'm like, I'm double guessing. I'm like, is this really Tommy or is this a guy? Is this some weird German guy or some guy? But it looks just so I'm like playing this back and forth. And I'm like, I'm here to read for uh, uh, Ed, this character, the handyman. And he goes, what time are you here to audition? And I was like, uh, three. He goes, okay, what time is it now? He's like angry. He's like taking, giving me attitude. So I look at my phone and I'm like, it's about two, four. He's like, why are you so early? And I was like, I, he's like, oh, it's fine. Okay. Sit down. Have a seat. Be comfortable. He like, but then he switched on a dime and then he's like, it's okay. If it's fine. I said, Andrew, where are you? So he calls over Andrew, the casting director. This Andrew, same name as these other two working actors in Hollywood. Not the same. Not either of them. (laughs) Different guy. Same name. No, he's a no one. So I was like, damn it. He brings me over the script. And he's like, here, you can sit here. Here's a pen. Fill out this information sheet. Here are the sides. You can read the scenes before and after for context. I'm still wondering if this is Tommy was so. I didn't look on the cover page of the script to like confirm it at the time. I was just like reading the well, lines. You were just handed sides anyway. Yeah. So there wasn't going to be a cover But it was page. a whole script for a whole episode. Oh, wow. And he, he was like, read the, the beginning, the scene before and the scene after your scene to give you context. I was like, okay. So I'm reading through it and I'm like, God, this is the worst thing I've ever read in my life. And it sounds like his dialogue. So I look at the cover page. It's called The Neighbors, written by Tommy Wiseau. So it was confirmed. Confirmed. And I was like, in my mind, I panicked in a good way. I was like, I have, first of all, I have to steal this script. Yes. I should have brought it with me. You should have. I didn't sign a contract, so I'm not in breach of anything. And this is where the story will end up. Um, so I'm freaking out and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a sweet ass story. So for I'm, the black cast. For the black cast, yeah. for anyone There's who, the reason we do everything. who lets me want to spin this yarn, uh, as I did drunkenly at you'll, a party on Sunday. I was going to say, you'll be telling this to your grandkids one Oh, day. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So I'm freaking out and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm reading through the lines and I'm like, this, none of this makes, and it makes no sense. There's a, there's some princess talking to her dead uncle, Georgie. She's like British or something. And then there's Charlie, the Tommy Wiseau character who owns the building where all these characters live. Like this whole kooky cast of characters. And Ed is the handyman who I'm there to read for to fix some problem that somebody's happened. And some woman stole or somebody stole some woman's chicken and she's looking for her chicken. And then Richard, the butler to the princess wants to quit his job and he's being lazy and I have to get after him. And it, None and none of it strings together. That's the fantastic thing is that well, there it are sounded no, like it would have strung together, but I guess uh, I've read <laughs> most of the first three episodes, and it's just the most weird, like absent-minded writing. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, how do I do this? Like, how do I audition this? Okay, whatever, we'll give it a shot. So a bunch of people start to show up, and three o'clock rolls around, and they're very punctual. So Andrew comes out, and he's like, All right, we'll have you read, and I said, Okay, great. So he calls Tommy in because Tommy's been talking to some production guy. Tommy sits in the chair to play Charlie. He's got, keep in mind now, he has this really shitty, awful black wig on. Really awful wig. Like, and if you see it, you're like. than any other time you've seen a photo. Like, if you went to Party City and yeah. bought, like, a crappy Jack Sparrow wig, that would look like real hair compared to this wig. Okay. So I'm like, you're not fooling anybody with this wig. I thought it was a serious thing. Well, as, as Styx sang, you're fooling yourself. That's right. Tommy Wiseau. That's actually the full title of the song. Parentheses, Tommy Wiseau. Fantastic. Go ahead. So he sits in this chair and he goes, okay, this is the scene where Charlie talks to Ed. Ed is the handyman. Ed. So Ed is standing. <laughs> he stands in the hallway and Charlie has, he talks to him on the walkie-talkie. And so, Ed, you go stand in the hallway. Um, and, and okay, so camera guy, you ready? Okay. Okay. Quiet on set, everybody. Okay, quiet. And then they start rolling on the audition. But the camera guy is filming Tommy, not me. Not you. No. Just Tommy. I'm there to audition. And he's filming Tommy was so sure. instead and I'm standing in the hallway and I'm like in my head I'm like are you kidding like I was just like I didn't know how to take this up until this moment I had no idea really how to play this out and then as soon as the audition where I'm there to read for a part they film the guy who created the series who's playing a character instead of the person there to read the character yeah. I just go this is the most epic life skid ever and I really just have to turn into it and enjoy the heck you out of it. Gotta embrace it. Yeah. Brother. So yeah. I started laughing and played it really goofy because I was like, "This is absurd." So I was just shouting my lines back from a, from a like a crappy hallway, and we were reading together or whatever. And before, oh, sorry, I forgot. I meant, this is what's tough. You forget minor details. I had to slate, you know, as you do sometimes with an audition. Sure. You say your name in the part. So, that's the uh, the little clapboard that comes on. Right, right, yeah, right. But an actor that's, slate. That's not for you. Yeah, exactly. So I have to walk in the walk in this fake door of this yeah. office, hit a mark, say a slate. So I slate, and then yours is a verbal slate. Right. Yeah. I say William Sterling for Ed, and Andrew, the casting director, goes, uh, "Okay, now you can do your monologue." And I, in my head, I was like, <laughs> "What? What?" And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I had to, I didn't have uh, And he goes, oh, it's fine. You can just, you can do one you have prepared or you can make one up. Tommy just likes to see your acting range. So I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Um, all right. So I like mime that I'm on a phone with somebody and I'm like, hey, um, yeah, I just got the news. Yeah. Um, she's really sick. And I don't know. I don't, it's been a long time. And then he goes, okay, that's great. Uh, you can go back in the hallway. Tommy, we're ready for you. So that was that was that all was I got your, out. That was your monologue. And it really displayed my range. Didn't you guys just feel all that range right there? I went I from comedy like to tragedy sick. to... And as you pantomimed the telephone, mm-hmm. I actually... You my, could feel I could it. see you holding a phone. Right. And Oh, that's a fun detail to come later. Interesting. Is that as the story 
evolves. So I've read with Tom and he goes, okay, let's take it out into the hallway <laughs> where you will read with Richard because that is the other part of the scene. So I'm reading. He calls up this guy, Richard. Now there's honestly 20 people wait sitting there waiting. And I'm These like, are other people crap. reading for Ed? Or no, just for different – a lot okay. of callbacks. I came to find out that most people were there for callbacks. I was replacing somebody who they lost, who, who probably jumped ship, wisely so. I don't understand why. <laughs> You're right. No. Why would you – It's probably Clooney. Bastard. Yeah. Well, eh, eh, you know. He's got kids He's, to save in Africa. That's true. So I start interacting, and he goes, don't worry about the script. It's not – It's not. you don't have to uh, pay attention to the lines so much. You know, just feel it. You have to feel – Feel the word. He like launches into this crazy like acting coach thing, where he's like telling you like how a performance works. Now I've also been paying hundreds of dollars to take one of what is considered like the top acting coaches in L.A. over the past couple of months, and it's been really good for me. So Tommy, when he jumps, you get two words out, and he and he goes, "Stop, cut, okay, cut, cut." Why would you say it like that? Why would you do that? And I'm like, I. This is the first time I'm saying this out loud. And he goes, you have to feel it. And he launches into this stuff. So I'm miming a walkie-talkie because I'm supposed to be on a walkie-talkie. He goes, don't e- – whoa, stop. Cut. Don't ever do that. And I was like, I'm sorry? And he goes, you never mime a prop. You always have a real prop in your hand or something to, to make up for a prop. So here, take this. He hands me a piece of cardboard that contains like a number that you hammer onto an apartment door. Sure, yeah. And he says, this is your walkie-talkie. You use this. Don't ever mind my prop. Never. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and this, okay, so now I'm laughing hysterically in my head. Inside. Like, you got to keep it, you know. It's fantastic. This is probably, look, I'm, I'm sure that you were doing the best with the material you were given. I'm sure you were doing an excellent performance. But the best acting you did all day had to be not laughing at how ridiculous this whole thing was. Yes. Yeah. Or yelling at him. But that never really crossed my mind. I kind of wanted no, no, to give I him a big not, hug. I would, yeah, I would not have yelled at him. I would just feel like, no, I don't... I don't. There's that initial reaction where you want to say, you asshole, but then you realize this scenario that you're in, and you're like, this is awesome. So I just start la- laughing, and I try to hide it because I'm smiling because like, everybody's looking at me. And every, you, I see on everyone's faces. There's like 20 people here. Yeah. They are all like... This guy, and I don't know what's going on, and everyone's really lost. So I, I just decide to, t- to side with Tommy on everything that comes out of his mouth. When he gets after people, he'll get after, he'll stop them, and they're reading their lines or whatever. And I'll be like, come on, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> I, sw- I swear to God, I'm like, listen, can you guys listen to Tommy, please? <laughs> <laughs> and they're all looking at me. <laughs> and Tommy, it's hard because he's like, you learn at the end of the day, he's actually kind of a sweet guy who has no idea what's going on. And he's well, like, the part that makes sense likes that, that I'm no on his side, going on. right? Yeah. And everybody's looking at me like, you fucking asshole! Like, but they're <laughs> not mad. They're like, they all, it's all, we're all lost in crazy town. Yeah. And the fact that I'm now on his side and then yelling at them, they're like, oh, you son of a bitch. So we end up in this super long improv where everyone who's there to for a callback has to cross paths with me, the, the, the handyman and Richard, the butler to the princess. And they all have to interact with that. I go from being there doing a cold read. They're not filming my audition to basically being the main character interacting with every single person coming in and out of that room for their callbacks. And everybody's interacting with me and this, we're not going on script and he keeps telling people like who their characters and what they're supposed to do. And nobody has any idea who their characters, what they're supposed to do. And he gets mad at them because they don't know. And he's like, you have, okay, cut, cut, cut. You got, you have to, you have to have a reason to enter the scene and then you have to have a reason to leave this. So why are you leaving? 
why are you leaving the scene? And people are like, because oh, the script fucking I guess so. Because no, there's at this point there's no script. Right, right. We're right. improving everything. Everything. So I'm listening. It is I wonder if absolute that happened madness on the set at this of the room that uh, Probably. there was no script. There was there. no script. Possibly. But anyway, go ahead. It's absolute craziness. And he's saying like there's one character to give you an example that he's like, okay, you hate Ed because he has a crush on your girlfriend, the bikini girl. There is a girl in a bikini. Just just there. She's there just in the there. office. Mm-hmm. Is she in the Very bikini? Very cute girl. Great. Yeah. But I mean, she's just wa- she's just there to play a character called Bikini Girl. So I was like, all right. And he's like, okay, the bikini girl has a crush on Ed, so she's going to look at Ed a certain way. And you get mad because you don't like Ed. So this guy comes up with the bikini girl. He's like, hey, what's your problem, man? What's your fucking problem? And I'm like, hey, dude, it's okay. I don't even know you that well. You don't know me. We ran each other at the Best Buy the other week. I know. We both want to buy that copy of Transformers 2, Revenge of the Fallen. And there was only one. There was only... I'm like, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> These are almost verbatim the words that are coming out of my mouth. And then generally with everybody interact, it's something of the like. You know what I mean? Some preposterous improv. I don't even know what we're doing at this point, but I'm just having so much fun. And everybody, as soon as they get off screen, they look at me and they're like giving me that look like... You're, then everybody starts laughing because I have people in stitches because I'm just saying random shit. <laughs> and Tommy's like so wrapped up and he wants to take this big cast photo because he's like, oh, this is great. Okay, I have these black tank tops. Everybody put on these black tank tops. He has everybody take their shirts off, not in front of people. You can go somewhere and change if you want. If you're comfortable, you can do whatever you want. Well, so we all put girl these black. Just drape, put it right on she over. She did. She yeah. essentially. Yeah. So I'm wearing this black wife beater, as are almost everybody, and we take some big cast photo. And the cast director is like, "Tommy, we don't even know if all these people are going to be in the cast." And he's like, "It's okay. I want them in the photo. I just want them all in the photo." So we're like, "Okay." So we, I end up being there for almost three hours. Amazing. Three hours, and this is still fairly condensed because it's all minor things, Bam. But you get the gist of this segment. This I portion. do. Yeah. So then I get an email later saying they would like me to come to a rehearsal for the script. And I was like, "Is this a, does this mean I am being called back or have the part? And Andrew, this casting director, says, uh, does, I, don't, I, I think this means, he says, he says, I think this means you have the part, but come to the rehearsal anyway. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so I go because I'm like, again, just more fuel for the fire yeah. of the awesome story. So I go to this rehearsal and I have to block off like three hours of time to do this. And you know what I'm doing after this, that it's a big deal that I can't go over time. I have to go see the premiere of Transformers 4. I have tickets to go see it at the City Walk. So I can't be late. No. So I can't stay at this you rehearsal for very long. be late. So I'm there for a couple hours, and everyone is there, also still clueless. People still don't know what's going on. And he shows us, like, the whole studio and stuff, and he's, like, basically elbowing me metaphorically yeah. for being quote unquote the actor guy who know he's like keeps making references about how like I know everything because I've been doing this so long because he said mm-hmm. how long have you been in the industry and I was like well I did it as a kid when I was young but then I got back into it in the past few years and he's like okay so you're a pro and I was like I don't know and he's like okay Mr. Pro so then I became this guy that he kept like razzing and he's introducing everybody to how you sh- basically how you shoot a movie okay yeah and sure he's like this is the, s- this is the set this is where I l- we put the light you know sometimes you have to have the light and we shoot so you would stand here we shoot over your shoulder and in my head I'm like are you really if everyone's here, I would hope to God that at this point they, they basically understand, understand how yeah. you shoot anything. They understand it doesn't have what, to be a big well, movie the or a role commercial. Of a light, right? That there's a set. Yeah, where yeah. the camera goes, coverage, sure. some of that they stuff. Should know all that. It's yeah. simple. And uh, so he asked me, he's like, "So, and you know what this means, right?" And I was like, "I didn't know how to respond because I'm like, that's 
yeah, I mean, you, yeah, it's just what you would film. And he's like, okay, well, some people don't know this, Mr. Pro. Some people don't know these things. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So I realized I forgot. And I was like, all right, I got to lean back into this again. So we're doing this. But he doesn't make it easy for you. No. Go with it. And he starts like giving other people nicknames. And there's this woman. She's the only black woman in the cast. Uh She's very chatty. I'm afraid. Very sweet, older uh, black woman. And he, he nicknames her Big Mouth. And then he goes, I'm going to call you Big Mouth, okay? Because you talk all the time. You always interrupt me when I'm talking, okay? So you are called Big Mouth now. And in my, I did exactly what you're doing right now. I covered my face and I laughed. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm looking around at other people. Oh, there's, an, there's one black guy. So there's a black guy and a black guy. And I, look, and I try to get a glance at what the other guy feels. And he's just like looking at Tommy like, you racist motherfucker. He's so angry. And... uh Nobody has any idea what's going on. So we start to read, do the table read of the script. Right. And uh, he's interrupting everybody. He wants to give everybody a chance to read their one scene or whatever it is that they've prepped, which no one's prepared because they never had a copy of the script to begin with. Uh, so they're doing the, the non-prepared scene for Tommy to show him what they have come up with for their character. Uh, so nobody's come up with anything because they have no idea what's going on. And this is the first time we've gotten copies of any of these scripts, except for the one I stole. <laughs> after right. the audition um it's not gonna leak it online you know i don't want them to sue me but i don't think they could and uh so he's interrupting people you're just gonna have it to cherish it and yes. remember the yeah. magical visit right with tommy was so tommy was so yeah so he's stopping people it's like if we had a dialogue on a page and you were christian and i'm will mm-hmm. and your line is hey will how's it going and i said christian I really wish I had an apple to eat today. This is not too dissimilar from what the dialogue might sound like. Okay. Yeah. So you you are reading with me, but we're testing my character. So you say, hey, well, how's it going? And I say, hey, Christian. And he goes, stop, cut, stop, cut, cut. Why you say it like that? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, what? And he's like, why you say it like that? Hi, Christian. What does that mean? And I'm like, what? I mean, it's his um, name. I'm, I'm saying Yeah. Well, and yeah. he's like, but what is it? For? How does that feel to you? Like he's, br- he's, br- and when you're looking at the script, you're like, can we not treat this like Shakespeare? Can we just come in and do it and then get out? Because it's going to always read the way it is and people won't change. So I change. If something, if I'm involved in something like this and it's just like a shit show, I will alter the dialogue. So it doesn't sound as shitty as it might read on the page because you'll get yeah. things. I wouldn't do that. On a, you don't do that on a big show no. or something where like you're being paid a lot of money to do something. But, you know, many years ago for student films or whatever, it's kind of a... And they'll be like, what is that? And I'm like, I, you just... I don't... Nobody talks like this. Yeah. Which is, oh, hi, Ed. How are you? How are you doing? Come sit down. Who has the chicken? Who has her chicken? And just like some of the dialogue is the most off-the-wall, insane stuff you've ever read. So I'm like, okay. So let's all just read it verbatim. So we do. And there's one guy there who keeps telling Tommy how brilliant the writing is. And how what, how awesome it is, and he just loves it. And I'm like, can we not do this right well, now? Well, you were the guy that in your <laughs> earlier meeting was saying that everything he said was but right. But he was being so serious. You think that this guy yes, was being serious? I you don't, saw you it don't on his that face. This guy was doing what you were doing. He wasn't being serious in that he honestly thought it was brilliant. He was being serious in that he was trying to kiss his ass. Ah, that's different. And it was okay. really frustrating because everybody saw on my face. And they kept giving me looks of like, you asshole. And I would smile back. And we kind of had this silent rapport that I was just like ribbing everybody. Yeah. And this guy's like, this is brilliant, Tommy. This is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And um, I'm, I want to be like, hey, don't, let's not do that. Let's not egg it on. We need yeah. to, if this is a real thing, <laughs> we should. 
So again, it's hard to it's hard to steer into this kid because I'm it just get after this point. Tommy's not making it easy. I've for spent you. like six hours total with Tommy Wiseau, and it starts to run. You you run pretty thin because you're like, okay, I've had my laughs, but now it's just it's taking itself so seriously and it's so bad that there's not I can't. It's hard to make it fun. Yeah, just because. Um, so he wants to cast everybody who's in the room. Basically, so he said, "Come back. We'll sign contracts. You have to come. We'll, we'll look it over, and Andrew will send you the contract, and then you come back, you sign it, and then we'll start to shoot. We will start to shoot the neighbors. Okay? Uh, I'll pay you in spoons. Okay? I'll pay you in spoons. <laughs> now, you guys can YouTube uh, the neighbors trailer, and you could see a, a, a mock trailer they shot in, in 2009. It's on okay. YouTube. So you're and it'll not give in the you trailer, a, No, yeah. it'll give you a sense for what the show is is like. Okay. And there is a vi- there's a campaign going to get the neighbors on Adult Swim on Cartoon Network. And I will say the only reason I was sticking out because I saw that and I was like, if we shoot episodes of this, it does have the potential to become something so awfully good that it could be No, the, look, I mean, yeah, on exactly. that, that kind of thing. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to and it's For like whatever reason people bucks a day, watch it if people see it, yeah. Right. Paying 100 bucks a day on the day of shooting, and I was like, I mean, if we're going to shoot on the weekends, I guess I could use some extra That's money. more than the Dennis Miller show. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, true. So I um, was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So uh, we go back to sign the contracts, and um, I read over the contract, and I was like, it's, it feels like a student film contract. It feels like he and his people sat down in front of Microsoft Word and just wrote up a contract. Yeah. This other actor who had been praising him before, saying how great and brilliant the words were, showed me he's like my agent made all these changes he doesn't like the contract what do you think about this and i look at all these changes they and i was like it's very true it brings a lot about this shitty contract in question which is basically some of the big points are one if you get hurt on set as a result of your fault or our fault it's not our fault that's essentially what it says if a light falls on you or somebody or a camera guy like hits you with something yeah. and you get hurt and you need to go to the hospital they're not responsible and I was like, that, you know, usually you have insurance for things like this, where if it's your fault, I guess, but if it's their fault, you know, that's what insurance is for. Yeah. So it doesn't say anything about that. It doesn't say anything about craft services. And his, and this other guy's like, what about craft services? He's like, well, there's going to be food. We're not going to starve you. It's going to be like pizza and cake and things. And when we did the table read, he, he, he ordered us a big cake and a bunch of cookies. And we just ate cake and read the scripts at the table. <laughs> so we're saying there's going to be cake, there's going to be pizza and sandwiches, you know, things like that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, good, great. So just a bunch of pizza <laughs> from Domino's or whatever it is. And he's getting so mad at us for asking for him asking questions. A, for daring to question about the his quest- contract. The contract. He's yes. like, it's standard. It's a standard contract. This is a, this, I don't know how you guys think they do it, but this is how it works in Hollywood. Okay, this is Hollywood contract. And he knows about Hollywood because he had right. a billboard in Hollywood. For a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, he was up there. Yeah. I mean, he, he knows. He made a Hollywood picture. He, yeah. <laughs> he made a big talkie. It's a, it's a it's a still photo of right. him, but his big Hollywood picture, his big picture is a photo looking down on the Chick-fil-A, thinking like, yeah, maybe oh, I hi, do chicken. one. Oh, hi, chicken. How are you? How high? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times in the script characters say, oh, hi, fill in the blank. Oh, hi, Christian. When characters oh, enter the room, everyone says, oh, hi, how are you? I think in the room that. So many how, times. Yeah, yes. that, yeah that's how he talks. Oh, hi, because I remember that uh, I just kind of remember hearing people kind of do that. Which is fun because then you get to play with it because he wants you to take it seriously. So when my dialogue comes up, you can like Shatner it or you can oh, do it. hi. Yeah. Give it some weird emphasis yeah. to give it some emotion. And then he goes, oh, that, see how much better does that feel? You made it your own. You made a choice. You did it. You had a reason to oh, say it. Oh, hi. Yeah. 
Hey! <laughs> so uh, we're arguing. He's arguing with us arguing about this contract, contracts. and I keep having to stop him. I'm like, we're not. Who are you stopping, Tommy? Tommy. I've had yeah. to say to him many times. I'm like, we're not attacking your contract. It becomes very clear to me that he has no idea what's going on. This other actor has done some research and found out that the company who wrote this contract has produced. Okay, they co-produce the room, but what they do is they draft custom contracts or something. For productions, I guess. Yeah. But they're basically just written on Microsoft Word to free people yeah. of any responsibility. I've, I've signed contracts like that to just like work on like a, a short film. Exactly. Actually, it wasn't even a short film. Yeah. It was a film that never got released. That's and essentially I, it was what this is. basically saying that it basically says, look, if we ever make money, then you'll get paid. Yes. But, but you know, it's like basically that contract winks at you. Yes. And it's, it's saying like, you can sign this and you can work if you want to. Right. But you will literally get nothing out of this. Right. But, you know, more power to you. So he was like, he finally is like, fine, fine. Propose the changes to Andrew. They will send it to the production company, but they will say no. I pro- They don't like to change things, but who knows? Maybe they will want to. Maybe I, So I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. It's okay. It's standard contract, but I don't know why you guys have problems. Like, he can't understand why we have issues with it. Another thing is, is if this series gets picked up or something or somebody, they want to sell it or they have a deal to sell it, they don't have to notify any of the actors. They can cut off all contact, and there is no further compensation or additional compensation due. And I'm like, uh, okay. So in my mind still, I'm like, I might still just do it because, again, it's like whatever. And uh, But they gave me the contract, and I made some small changes that just said proof of insurance because he said we have insurance. We promise we have insurance. Um and maybe that uh, if it gets picked up, just to notify the actors. That's essentially all I was asking to know. Yeah. And um, they they sent me an email back, which I didn't. They didn't respond to me initially, and I sent an email asking. And I just found this email yesterday in my spam folder ah. from July seventeenth. See, I thought they never responded, and I thought, damn it, it's over, it's done. And uh, it was in my spam folder from July 17th saying, they're not in a place to want to change the contract, but if you'd still like to be a part of the neighbors, send us an email back by tonight. If not, uh, you can't be part of it because we're shooting this weekend. And it was in my spam, Christian. Would you have in my spam. still done it? Yes. I mean, I f- really? Yes. Because you would have more Tommy with those stories. Uh, I would have done it because because the contract is so crappy, I could bail anytime I want to. That's true. That part I understand. So... I, if they're honestly going to pay a hundred bucks on the day that you shoot, I'm like, well, I mean, you no, might look, as well. hundred bucks on a Saturday. Yeah, right. For to, to shoot turn, for yeah, a couple of uh, hours, I'm with you on that, and part. eat cake and pizza. It's right. True. It's kind of what you I would do anyway. I mean, besides watching turtle movies. Yeah, exactly. You'll watch the turtles. You'll eat the cake. You'll eat the pizza. Yes. But so you're actually upset. That you didn't. I'm see not this. super upset. Yeah, because um, honestly, something. W- what I'm going to point out is something was about to happen one way or the other that was <laughs> right. going to have you decide to not do this. Right. You know, you might have gotten that hundred dollars, which would have been great, but you also may not have gotten it. I may not have ever. That's correct. Gotten that hundred dollars. Yes. And you know, the hopes that this will be on TV one day without you, I feel like be. I'm not that worried it about be. it. Considering, of course, boiled down in the middle of all this. There was already a show called The Neighbors on ABC. That's what somebody asked him at the yeah. table read. And he was like, you know, sometimes they take titles from you. And th-. He was like, re- he was yeah. basically Well, because he wanted that- to call it The Neighbors before the one on ABC. Aired. Right. But that doesn't matter because they have it now. Yes. And I thought it you- got canceled. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's you true. own it. You it's know? true. I mean, it's, what, well, you know. I'm- it should just be called The Rooms. 
the rooms. Because it's about bro. people in different apartments in this complex called the neighbors. So it should be called the rooms. It really is right. The rooms. Yeah. yeah, it's like the it, it's like the room, the series. Right. Which Except is great. comedy and not to, you, you. You realize when you get to the end of the room, you feel really sad. Did you feel that way? Uh, well, genuinely sad. My face hurt from laughing, so it's really hard. Because to say. you're laughing all the way through, and then you see this movie. Spoiler alert: where the main character ends up killing himself. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you just ruined the greatest movie of the 21st century. Oh, hi. Century. I don't care. Oh, hi. Oh, I'm hi. dead now. I don't care. I did not kill her. I did not. I did not hit her. Yeah. Um, and you realize this guy's put whatever it is into making this movie. And he, and he definitely takes it very seriously. He takes it he very does. seriously. He That's the most super important seriously, thing. Which I learned. He yeah. takes things very seriously, but he doesn't understand like what's going on around him. Yeah. The wig also, not... Uh, that's he puts it on when he's playing his character. I learned that. I oh, thought, okay. please don't tell me you're trying to pass off this shitty this, wig, yeah, as your hair. He doesn't. He puts it on when he when he's in character. I so, feel like I'm disconnected from Tommy Wiseau forever now. I know you may never be able to get back in. No, but the beauty is that one day you might see a posting somewhere and go, okay, I'm going to do this audition. Yeah, you're going to walk in on the other side of that door. Tommy Wiseau Tommy will be there. Wiseau. And he'll be like, oh, hey, bro. Oh, hi. Yeah. What's up, Big Shot? Oh, hi, bro. Oh, hi. How are you? It's good to see you again, bro. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was amazing. Yeah, hey. And you know what that was? What inadvertently just happened to the black cast? That was our first ever installment of A Pound Sterling. Yay! Because it was boy, save it. It's a pound sterling. It's boy. Because that was not nerd talk. That's right. That was awesome talk. And honestly... That story is so good. It needs to stand alone. Oh, we could talk about stuff that happened at Comic-Con. We could talk about the fact that I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy tonight. Oh, but I have what? Next, but I, you could go see it, too. It starts at, like, 7 o'clock. Seeing it on Sunday. Well, I'm just saying you could. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So we'll both have seen it by next week. We'll have Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll have, of course, all the Comic-Con news. Uh, a little bit that I'm working on called Waiting for Gadot. Waiting for Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah, I'm very excited about that. Look at that. Yeah, I was really proud of that. I can't wait for that. Is it starring I, Sir Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart? Can't tell you. Okay. Can't tell you. Right. We're going to have to see what happens. <laughs> Just, yeah, I, I'm all about uh, teasing it forward. I want uh, the listeners to basically I really want to steal that joke right now. Tweet it so I can retweet it, please. It'll be tweeted after this gets posted. All right. So you can definitely run with it once I get the proper credit for hey. it. For hatching it. You sign my contract if I don't have to notify you. Oh, if hi. I want to use your If I want to use your joke. Oh, hi, yeah. We have pizza. We oh, have hi, cake. We have pizza and cake. The cake was dank. What? Wait. Dank, by the way. Dank means good or bad. Dank right? like those those Trejo's peanut butter cups are dank. Yeah, but I always forget. Does that mean good or bad? Well, technically it means bad, but it means good as the, uh, as the cool kids say. So started using that cake, word in high so school. Was the cake was the cake good or not? The cake was the cake. How was the cake? The, the, the cake was dank. It was quite delicious. I had two pieces. You don't. And then you I went to go see Transformers. and a whole big old thing of popcorn. Um, and now I would like to hear what you just said. <laughs> I need to hear it as the tick, Patrick Warburton. <laughs> just because I, I I was hearing you say like yeah, I had two pieces. I just, I just feel like I would. It was hear, there a little bit. Yeah, it came let, out. Let's just see, let's. That's just what hear, happens when I lose my mind. My voice pa- is coming let's together. Let's hear Patrick Warburton. I had uh, <laughs> I had two pieces of the cake. It was dank. <laughs> Then I went to go see uh, Transformers 4. I had a big thing of popcorn. It's pretty tasty. Pretty tasty. 
Peter. <laughs> hey, Peter. Where do you keep finding the money to do all these things? <laughs> oh, so we laughed. We had fun here on the Blackcast this week. I didn't. Why not? All right, I did. You got me. You know, that's probably our favorite ever ending of a Blackcast. Thank you, Lee. Lean on my cock. Oh. And, oh, God. Thank you. I was, I was running on a high from the story from the I segment know. we just did. I, it was a good story. I know, and then you I just actually ruined it. wasn't going to on my cock. I was actually just going to be like, "Hey, we're done." But uh, you know, you, you can't really stop him because he does no. edit the thing. I got to so, go get a pump to yeah. make up for it. Look, we're all going to go get a pump. Good. And we'll see each and every one of you back here on the Blackcast next week. <laughs>